1: And most recently, the Mississaugas of the Credit River.
0: And I'm podcasting from the traditional unceded territory of the Algonquin and the Shtabay people.
1: Welcome to our Taste Test episode where we sample something fresh from the pop culture
0: buffet. And then we'll tell you what we think. On this episode of the Taste Test, Jazzy samples Trixie's Motel. And you're back! Welcome back, by the way. Thank you so much. Much appreciated to Chell for covering Yay. me. Greatly appreciated, Chell. Thanks, Chell. I hope to see you in the studio soon in the fall. Of course. Of All course. right. Kuya. Yes. What did it taste like? Mm. Love it, hate it. Tell me about Trixie's Motel.
1: Yes. So when I was thinking about this, what did it taste like? What mm-hmm. it tasted like was authentic Greek food.
0: Oh, so let okay. me just
1: explain this for a second. I think my. Exposure to Greek food, unfortunately, prior to meeting our friend Marissa or Mo, Mm -hmm. where we met her at Western as a residence hall manager when I was there for Res Life, I remember one day asking her, what is really the difference of authentic Greek food and Mm -hmm. Greek food that I would just get in the mall food court? Because to be quite honest, Sigs, I think if you had served gourmet food court or on the Danforth Greek festival stuff here in Toronto... I don't know that I would have been able to figure out the difference between that and what I would get at the food court. And so I remember talking to Mo about this and she had really said like, you know, you need to kind of really taste the butter or look for the butter or... Sense the butter in what you're eating, as well as the olive oil and the quality. And we talked about kind of like what would the notes of those flavors be. And then once she kind of illuminated my idea in terms of what my senses needed to be paying attention to, that's when I started to realize oh, this is really crappy Greek food. <laughs> <laughs> or this is actually really great. Greek food in a lot of Mm -hmm. ways. And this part of it has to relate with the question on what does it remind you on the pop culture buffet. But I felt like I was getting something really authentic in terms of like a true construction makeover. So that's what it tastes like. Authentic Greek food and my
0: realization of it. I am intrigued. So Mm -hmm. was it worth the pop culture calories?
1: Now, if you are a Trixie and Drag Race fan, then yes, for sure. Okay. Yeah, and I think if you're into kitsch and into mid-century looks, this is probably also a good show to watch just because it had some really great and yet zany design (laughs) ideas is what it is. Now, for those listeners that don't know what Trixie Motel is, Trixie Motel is basically Trixie, one of the drag race queens that won her season of an all-star season on RuPaul's Drag Race, decides to actually buy, or at least her partner decides to buy on her behalf a motel in Palm Springs for $1.5 million. So they buy the Mm -hmm. old Coral Sands Motel in Palm Springs, and they have set aside $500,000 to renovate essentially seven rooms. And so it's a small but cozy motel, and she takes this on, and it's like, what does this have to do with anything? And if anyone has listened to our main episode, or I know people that have listened to our main (laughs) episode As Chell was saying, Trixie has a vast empire. Not only is she a drag queen and a comedian and author and also a musician and a Mm -hmm. country artist (laughs) and a makeup mogul, they're now also a motel owner in addition to just learning how to DJ at the same time. (laughs) Multi-hyphenate, multi, multi, everything. Yeah, <laughs> a drag queen of all trades in some ways. No pun intended. Master of some. Yeah, master, master of, of some. some for sure. And I love so it. it's been fun to kind of see Trixie go through. And each episode is very formulaic in that design sense ability Uh or that, you know, when you see a design show. So it's like, let's take this room and what will be the theme? And then they decorate it to the theme. And then of course, somewhere along the way, they run in money issues and trying to keep within budget and then unexpected things occur. And then she always has someone helping You know, with the construction and then another guest coming in to kind of assess the final product in terms of the final reveal. And that's what's really satisfying, I think, about all of this is kind of watching it and then get to the final reveal.
0: So further, what does it remind you of in the pop culture buffet?
1: Now, do you remember seeing on Netflix the June Motel? No, that doesn't...
0: Bring a bell to me. Yes. So no there are
1: these two women who took over a motel in Prince Edward County and then turned it into the June Motel. And then okay. they decided to replicate this in Sable Beach. And so they do the same thing, or Trixie's doing the, the same thing that these two women have done on the June Motel, which is basically take a motel and convert it into something that millennials will go to. So that's what oh. they've done on the June Motel. Mm-hmm. The other concept that it reminds me of is hometown takeover, where (laughs) in this case, the hometown makeover hosts are Ben and Aaron Napier. They are themselves renovators and construction people, and they go to a hometown and then they bring their friends and then they make over a town for the better, of course. I think, you know, what makes the Trixie Motel better and Mm -hmm. hence more authentic, is that I actually think that they do it better than the two girls that I can't remember what these women's names are uh, on the June Motel. But I can tell at least with Trixie and her partner David, I believe is his name, they really want to integrate into the community of Palm Springs as opposed to I think what happens in the June Motel. They just kind of come, Mm -hmm. they do over this motel and then turn it into the June Motel, make all these Instagrammable moments, right? But I don't really get the sense that they're actually trying to integrate themselves into the fabric and the life of the small town. They just kind of come to Sobble Beach and then, again, they attract all these millennials. And then, and then those millennials leave and I don't know how much they've integrated themselves into it. I get the sense that Trixie and her partner David, who's going to be running the hotel, really want to be a part of Palm Springs and really want to be integrated into it. And there is a thriving, huge gay community in Palm Springs. Um, And this is similar to the other show that I was mentioning earlier, Hometown Takeover. It Mm. seems to get the small town hosts, Ben and Aaron, also from a small town. So, Mm -hmm. you know, they're just not kind of coming in and kind of giving their big city attitudes or anything like that. Mm. As opposed to the June Motel It's very much about that. Like they're bringing in millennial attitudes and big city thinking and trying to apply it, but aren't really too invested, I think, at least in trying to integrate it, or at least that's how it seems to come off. And this is what I mean about my reference to authentic Greek food and realizing it. Mm -hmm. Like they're not only just doing a makeover show, they're also showing how they're trying to integrate into the community. And I think that that's what makes it great. I think that that's what makes this show distinguishable from similar formats, you know, like the June Motel on Netflix.
0: What else did you appreciate about it? That's a really good point about not just coming and leaving a stake in, really just being part of that fabric in in that area, right? So.
1: It is true. And I just want to kind of emphasize that again, that, you know, it almost seems a little colonial, right? To kind of go somewhere and then kind of like bring in your city ways without actually thinking through how it's going to affect the community. They're really thinking through how this is going to affect the community and and introducing themselves as business folk, but also Mm -hmm. new residents of Palm Springs in a lot of ways. In terms of what I appreciated, I appreciated how Trixie is really authentic to her 1950s mid century modern, I dream of GD aesthetic. So it is a flashback, but an upgrade of the past. Mm
0: -hmm. And it is
1: zany and wild. (laughs) And she has different themes like she's got a flamingo room theme. You know, Mm -hmm. she's got a cowgirl yeehaw room. You know, they've got like an atomic room and so forth and so on. Great zany stuff. What I also appreciate is how she's also creating an extension of her touring and her media. And so Uh the way that I kind of think about it, Ziggs, is that if you love Dolly Parton a lot and you can't get enough of her music and her Mm -hmm. albums you are not satisfied with just seeing her in concert, although she's not touring that much these days. Mm-hmm. You can always go to Dollywood. Dollywood. <laughs> right? You can go to Dollywood yeah. and experience Dollywood that way mm-hmm. and prolong the lingering experience of basking in Dolly or at least Dolly's ideas of what it would mean to be in a theme park. Now, of course, Trixie can't necessarily open up a Trixie Land, or perhaps maybe that's in her sights a decade from now. And if she did, that would be fantastic. But in the meantime, I think if people want to prolong their experience of the Trixie brand, then it's easy to do that by kind of coming to Palm Springs and staying in the Trixie Motel. And I just think that that's genius in a lot of ways. So opening up a motel allows her diehard fans to continue having that Trixie experience, which I think is incredibly, incredibly smart. And as she has said, no other drag queen is doing that. I say kudos to her, which is why I think... She's like the number three highest earning drag queen amongst drag queens. Holy smokes. Well, who are the two ahead? So number one is RuPaul. It was RuPaul, right? And number two is Bianca Del Rio. Or at least it's Bianca and... Trixie that vie for two and three or may flip-flop from year to year depending on how much. But Trixie's is a tor- main
0: staple. Yeah. Like from what you've introduced, but Trixie Mattel is like a main staple and her name pops up and I love how people teasing like, listen, there's a Barbie movie. Why isn't this girl in the movie? Like people are asking Trixie. That's right. are you tapped in for this? I think she's been, she you know. She is an
1: foremost expert on Barbie.
0: That's what I thought. You know, yeah. and so why
1: wouldn't you have someone like her or at least have a cameo guest appearance? So
0: perhaps. Fingers crossed. Perhaps. Fingers yeah. crossed, right? Margot Robbie's smart, very open, you know, and person. so is Greta Gerwig. So well, fingers crossed. They're mm-hmm. filming. So, Well, I think it's pretty clear, Kuya. Would you sample it again?
1: Yes. Simply just to figure out which room that I would want to stay
0: I- in. I knew it. I knew it. You're going to have a real taste test. Yeah. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. One day I'll have
1: to do an episode with you from the Trixie Motel.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you call me for sure. That would be so fun. Now, it's already Delvin. Now, to whom would you recommend Trixie's Motel?
1: You know, specifically, I think if you are a diehard Trixie fan, you need to absolutely watch this. The other is gay men in their 50s preparing for retirement. Because if you're a gay man who's never seen Palm Springs, then you need to kind of watch this show because (laughs) it plays a figurative part in the background and you'll fall in love with it. And then you'll understand why there is a thriving gay retirement community out in Palm Springs in addition to the weather that brings people out there. So yeah, so those are the two groups of people that I would recommend absolutely seeing Trixie's Motel right away.
0: And for our listeners, where is Trixie Motel streaming or playing on? It's on Discovery
1: Plus in the United States. Yeah. And so if you can get Discovery Plus, there's also really great nine and ten minute clips throughout on YouTube. So check it out there, too, as well, if you can't find the full episodes on Discovery Plus, if not available in your region.
0: (laughs) You heard it from Jesse. This sounds like a really good taste test. Mm -hmm. Trixie Motel should be on some of our lists. Folks, if you have any questions, comments, and concerns, and suggestions for Season 5 of the Hollow Hollow Podcast, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at hellohellopopculture at gmail.com. The Hollow Hollow Podcast is available on all platforms. And you know what they say, wherever you can get podcasts, you can find us. Rate mm-hmm. us and leave a review. And we're on social media. Our Twitter handle is at Hello Hello Pop, And we're on Instagram at Hello Hello Pulp Culture.
1: Finally, we receive editorial feedback from Mary Beth Badian. Our musical theme is by Chel We'll see all of you guys again real soon. See you guys soon.